1: This week's show features an interview with Ken Krause, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Ken Kraus with the Muskegon County Health Department. I'm here with Ken Krause with the Muskegon County Health Department. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Well, thanks for inviting me, Jason. Let's start out talking about your background and position with the health department. Oh, I'm the director of the Muskegon County
0: Health Department. Uh, that comes actually with two titles. There's the, the local title of director of health and community resources, and then there's a state uh, title that uh, the, the state department of community health has to give you of health officer. So each public health jurisdiction has to have a health officer too. So that's my, that's my title and that's my, my job. Um, I've been with the health department now for 16 years, started out uh, supervising the substance abuse treatment and prevention program and then was the deputy health officer for a few years. And now for about the last seven years, I've been the health officer.
1: How does the Muskegon County Health Department promote a healthy community here?
0: Well, public health is very involved in a in a number of activities um, around health. We have some required programs that every health department in Michigan um, is required to do. That really looks at at basic things that we need to do to protect the the health of all the citizens. Are like uh, assuring immunization rates, particularly amongst children. Um, communicable disease control. There's uh, a number of of communicable diseases that must be reported to the health department. We follow up on all those. Sexually transmitted disease control, um, hearing and vision screening of all uh, children in the grade schools. Um, we have a number of environmental health programs uh, dealing with water supplies, sewage supplies, campground inspections, public swimming pool inspections and those sorts of things, plus uh, we have some programs that we're allowed to do, they're, um, but they're not at every health department, such as the WIC program. Uh, not every program has an HIV counseling and testing like we do, um, breast and cervical cancer control programs and those sorts of things.
1: Well, we were just talking about a program off the air here that I thought was really interesting. Maybe you could uh, share the, the toy testing program that you recently did in the event.
0: Well, it was, a sing- it was a single event that we did. Um, we, we had several partners from, uh, from around the area and around the state. Uh, Health Plan of Michigan did the, the testing of children. Um, Inovex, who manufactures the testing equipment, came in from Massachusetts. They sent two people for the day to do the toy testing. And Helmet uh, provided some volunteers and, and covered the cost of the event. So there were about 120 toys that were tested. I think there were eight that were positive for lead, and none of them were on the list. So we'll be letting the Consumer Product Safety Board know about those toys, and, um, I believe 128 kids were, were tested for lead poisoning. Um, it'll be a, a few week, you know, about a week or so before those results come back. But Health Plan of Michigan said that typically they have about 25 at the most that show up for these events. So it, it was an event that really drew a lot of people. Uh, City of Muskegon, uh, let us use the, the new fire station and fire department gave tours to people. So it was a, it was a pretty popular
1: event. And not, not only a popular event, but pretty eye-opening to find, you know, another eight toys that weren't on the list. So a great service for the community. Yeah,
0: we were pretty happy with uh, the results of it and uh, the support from the community and the media.
1: What are the biggest health issues facing the Muskegon community now?
0: Well, Muskegon, as well as a number of other places around the state and country, um, chronic diseases are are increasing as a, as a major concern, but we still have some of the old problems that, that we struggle with. Um, infant mortality has taken a, a u-turn and we're in some of our communities, particularly our, our black population, the rates have skyrocketed again. Um, so we've, we've recently kicked off a fetal and infant mortality review committee to try and get a number of people from the community with expertise in looking at what are the various factors that go into infant mortality to, to try and take a look at it and see if we can um, encourage some changes in the community that will make long-term changes in infant mortality rates. Um, the, the obesity issue that we hear about in the community as well as the state and the nation – Um, a lot of that is related to, uh, community design. The more we're looking at how communities are designed. So we're, we're, involved and we're interested in the the way the development in the city is going uh the new trails that are going in those kinds of things all help to provide an environment that it makes it easier for people to be healthy in but those are those are some of the big issues that we have going on in our community
1: is there anything in particular in muskegon that makes it unique from other communities or unique challenges facing the community
0: i think some of the the Bigger challenges, particularly with communicable diseases, are changes that have occurred in the way that uh, our communities were designed. When you look at the old plats for Muskegon and Muskegon Heights, and they were designed as uh, the typical walkable communities, and we still have that sort of a grid. But we're in the process now in in the community of taking a look at how um, how we've designed a lot of the community around automobiles instead of around people and some of those things are changing there's there's a lot of pushback from the population saying we want a walkable community the new the new uh path along lake uh, uh, muskegon lake yeah, it gets a, a huge amount of use but you know the this time of the year that makes it sort of challenging to be able to to actively get out in in regularly just integrated into your normal daily behaviors in, in Muskegon a lot of times uh, especially in the wintertime we have to consciously think wow I need to I need to integrate some physical activity into my life so that's that's sort of a, a challenge that we experience here I think along the west side of the state um, but it's it's not insurmountable and we do have uh, efforts underway to try and address that
1: It appears that a lot of your job could be made perhaps a little bit easier with a a work in prevention and creating awareness for people that, you know, uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, especially with these countywide health issues. Our our
0: focus is always on prevention and public health. It's one of the... It's one of the things that I think is an advantage for us, and it's, it's oftentimes a huge disadvantage because when you're successful at prevention, people don't know that it's happened, and then they begin to question, do we really need that? So it, it's, it's unfortunate in our business that uh, a lot of times where we start to see right now we're, we're struggling as a public health system with the resources necessary to to maintain that infrastructure, and it, it gets unfortunate that you end up having to have a lot of people sick or dying before it gets attention and you begin to get the resources necessary to do the prevention work. But yeah, our our job is to prevent illness in the first place. Um, Like they say, you know, healthcare it's an important sort of a system, but some of the people need it some of the time. In the public health system, everybody needs it all the time if we're going to have a healthy population. And When we have symptoms where the population's not healthy, we should be looking at where's the problems in our public health infrastructure to find out, you know, why are we as a society allowing that to happen?
1: There's a lot of attention in the media for big worldwide health issues. And one of the ones recently is a threat of a pandemic flu. With, With your organization and the Muskegon County Health Department looking at things that the World Health Organization does and Center for Disease Control, How serious do you take threats like a pandemic flu?
0: Pandemic flu is a very serious threat. They happen infrequently, um, on average two or three times in a century, but they have happened throughout history. And, uh, you know, the world situation, the, 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 the way the world seems so much smaller, the travel that's going on, really makes the next... Uh, pandemic sort of frightening. Now, some pandemics, I mean, basically what happens with a, with a pandemic is that a flu virus changes so much that it's a novel virus and it, and it impacts a large pop, part of the population. Um, it may get everyone sick and it not have a lot of impact on, you know, you just a lot of people get sick. Or like in 1918, they can be very, very deadly. Uh, the one that that is being most closely monitored right now, the H5N1, that we're seeing in um, a lot in Southeast Asia, and it's moved into Africa, uh, a couple of places. In that appears to be a very deadly virus. People, uh, you know, we're seeing 60, 65 percent uh, fatality rate with it. Um, of those people who get it so it's it 's a very frightening one and it 's getting a lot of attention and there's a there 's a great deal of real concern that it will continue to mutate to a point where it 's easily transmissible person to person that would be a situation where it takes off like wildfire but there's a huge amount of planning underway to um, uh, to prepare for something like that we've we've now got some synthetic Um, uh, uh, vaccines that are that are being manufactured there's not enough for everybody in the country yet but you know if the if the virus doesn't mutate for a long period of time we may Mm. be able to get to a point where we've got vaccine for everyone
1: sounds like a very very real threat and something that you're on top of as a county health department and something that we should all be aware of and take you know I guess it's it's finding those times when you take things like that seriously and finding out you know what things are hype and being blown up by the media and what things are real and and that's your role in the, the community.
0: the The best way to stay on top of what's going on here is the World Health Organization is the lead agency in the world to deal with it, and they have uh, an ongoing time line with it and it's not hype they just sort of identify what's going on and anybody in the world can get onto that website and see what the current status is Um, it's it's moved within a lot of bird populations and uh, you know we're still seeing human cases they're just not getting the publicity they were a year or so ago
1: all right well let's move on to our final question and uh, usually phrases in form of a pitch and I think your pitch is to increase awareness. So, um, you have one minute alone with an individual in Muskegon County. Make your pitch to get them more aware of the public health system.
0: the The public health system in our state has been under fire for probably the last ten or twelve years, and um, it's it's the primary protection system for the health of our population. So. It, it, it's extremely important to um, pay attention to the kinds of things that are are impacting health across populations. It's a clue that uh, we've got some problems in certain areas of um, resources and addressing particular issues, and it is a governmental um responsibility. So it's one of those things that we really need the population to, to let those that we elect know that this infrastructure is just as important as making sure that the bridges don't collapse underneath most of the potholes get, get fixed on the highways and that the basic things that keep us safe from a variety of pathogens or dangerous situations are uh, continuing to protect us.
1: Well, thank you very much, Ken. Great information. I appreciate you bringing it to our listeners' attention, and best of luck to you. Thank you, Jason. I enjoyed it. The Muskegon County Health Department's mission is Health Promotion, Disease Prevention, and Environmental Protection. They play a unique role in public health in the Muskegon community. That role is to see that the vital elements are in place and that the mission is adequately addressed. This role is accomplished by the implementation of the core functions of public health, assessment of information on the health of the community, comprehensive public health policy development, and the assurance that public health services are provided in the community. From local issues like lead testing in area children's Christmas toys, to global topics like how a pandemic flu will affect the Muskegon area. The health department focuses on a wide array of issues that affect public health in Muskegon County. For more information on the Muskegon County Health Department, including information about health services like flu shots and prescription discount programs, visit muskegonhealth.net. I'm going to move on now to listener feedback, and for the latest feedback in Inside Muskegon, Visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. You can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 104 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at Muskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our
0: website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.